It is happening. Our Costa Rica retreat is now available for signing up, and I will be there with you all. We are going to Costa Rica, a sacred spiritual place that is filled with not only amazing forestry and waterfalls, but also a essence that you have to be there to be able to fully understand. We have a full January 12th through 15th lineup of both Western and Eastern practices to help you not only grow on your spiritual journey, but also heal from any setbacks or trauma that has been holding you back for too long. I am so grateful and have been working very hard with Tanya, my co-host, to make sure that this is everything it needs to be for you all, including a self-defense class, Tantra, NLP, plant ceremonies, and more. So go ahead and check it out on the flyingwithair.com website where you can not only put in your $500 deposit, but you can also go ahead and take advantage of that early bird special. We have a limited amount of spots, and I definitely want to see you there. If you've ever needed spiritual coaching or you wanted to come around like-minded individuals, now is your moment. Until then, good vibes and love, and thank you for healing and growing with me today. Hi, everyone. Air here. Welcome to the show where we have special guest Lucy J. Hurley, and we're going to talk about spiritually channeling with angels, what it means to be a medium, and what channeling looks like for somebody that's spiritual gifted. All right, let's do it. Welcome to the show, Lucy. Hello. I'm so happy to be here. I know for a fact that you have this sweet energy, but you also have a powerful essence to you. So mm -hmm. would you blame that on the Capricorn, the Libra on your chart? What does that look like for you? Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely the Capricorn energy. I can be super calm and collected, but, you know, when I'm getting fired up, like you'll see it, you know, that's also my Sagittarius Mercury. So when I'm communicating and get really passionate and fiery, definitely from the Sag, but there's so many things that could also relate to my childhood as well. And then I know that not everybody knows this from the show, but Camilo is one of my other yoga instructors, but you teach down here in South Florida as well. So being a yoga yes. teacher, like having an, a medium type of background to you, how do you balance that energy? And what does your background look like? Like your whole little story here spiritually. Okay. <laughs> Deep right. breath. <laughs> All right. I'm going to start from the very beginning. Came out of the womb. Just kidding. No. Um, so when I was a little girl, I was super sensitive to energy and to just the world. Um, and looking back on it, now that I'm older in my adult life, it's like, everything clicks it's like oh that's why that was happening you know so when I was younger I was one of those little girls that would like I slept in my parents rooms till like sixth grade because mm -hmm. I would have horrible nightmares to the point where it was so vivid I was felt like there was people in my room and 
my sister, I feel like we have such a spiritual connection more than just a sister. I mean, she's been my, I feel like she was my mom in a past life. She will even tell you, like, there's been so many times where she's like, you were saying some really wild things when you were little. Um, and I had a lot of experiences very close to death. Um, and my sister was always the one that saved me. Um, there was a few times where, like, there was one moment I almost drowned when I was little, very close to completely drowning. Um, like, my face was down in the water not responsive that was one instant there was one time we were skiing on a mountain and I was about four to five six years old and I would just fly down the mountain that was like my fiery energy just fly down fearless and I hit like a bump and I knocked out and I woke up to my dad and he told me I don't really remember this at all but he told me that I said um I just had an out-of-body experience I mean who says that when you're four or five six years old so anyways, this is a few instances, there's so much more, but so as I got a little bit older, um, I wasn't really sure what was coming up, right? So I was just always really confused. I just tried to play that role of being in society and going to high school and doing this and being in cheerleading. And, but there always was something that was like, okay, what is this? Um, you know, I felt super connected to people and would know things before it would happen. And I was just whatever. So senior year of high school, I lost my dad and me and my sister kind of felt like our whole lives were going to lose him. And so when it happened, it was this weird, horrible thing, but just felt like it was, we already knew that was going to happen. Um, okay. So after my dad passed, I went to college, sophomore year, I lost my mom. <clears throat> and through that, I just started to get way more heightened in my gifts still not really quite sure what was going on was in college just kind of lost it was in a really low place um but just still picking up on a lot of information and energy all around me all the time once I graduated that's when I was like holy shit can I cuss this? <laughs> I'm a medium I got my yoga certification after that I've always been very spiritual and then I was like oh my gosh and I don't know if you want me to tell a specific story about when I realized I was like, okay, this is a confirmed. Um, but basically, past two or three years, I'll be somewhere and someone will, I'll be, let's say like in an Uber and I will literally channel the Uber's, you know, past uncle or something. And I'll have this amazing, beautiful reading with my Uber, people in the grocery store. And at first it was really hard for me. I mean, I was dealing with horrible anxiety. I'm not an anxious person. Even after I lost my parents, I've never struggled with anxiety till about two years ago where I was having horrible panic attacks. Cause after I would do a reading when it wasn't even like really a reading it would just come through and it would happen. I would feel so drained and I just wasn't energetically protecting myself or energetically taking care of myself. Um, and we can talk about later specific times, but now I'm in a place to answer your question with teaching yoga. I have formed a lot of protection rituals for myself. So I'm not always in a place where I can be channeling. Now, does that stop angels from coming through? No way. Hmm. But I have to respect my energetic boundaries. And if there's, if my, I'm giving my energy to my yoga class, 
it's not the time for me to be channeling. You know, it's not the time for me to be interacting with this angel. And I kind of have this funny thing with angels. We have this like dialogue or communication. Like I can tell them not right now, you know, your message, if you want to like afterwards or, you know, depending on the angel, sometimes they're very strong and that's happened before where it just, I have to tell them. Um, but yeah, that's kind of my journey. And now I'm just learning to live it. I'm learning to continue to develop boundaries and to continue to learn and develop these gifts because it's a lifelong journey of developing, you know, mm -hmm. just a few years ago, I realized this is what's going on. So I've taken a mediumship course, really gotten into it, but now it's just about developing and learning through experiencing. So. So tell us, how would you define a medium? Is it someone that just channels angels or is that your version? Since you've taken the course, My, like, what's the definition? Right. So, yeah, so mediumship is, it's, you know, so you can be channeling angels. Anyone can be a medium, right? I just think that some of us find those gifts earlier or more aware of them. It's channeling source energy. So it's not always an angel. It's not always someone that's passed. It could be, you know, a spirit guide. It could be um, like a spirit animal. It could be literally a source energy that is not even, can not even be explained. Um, so when you're a medium, you are a clear channel for the, that information to pass through. So it's not coming from me. I'm just delivering the message. It's like a messenger, basically. So would you say that it doesn't necessarily have to be dead, living, or even celestial? No. It could be all of them. Could you channel It can be all living? of them. And it, yes. And I have, and they sometimes, they typically, they won't know. I, I can do that. And everyone can do that through meditation, through Reiki. Um, I really like to do this if I have a situation going on with someone or needing clarity on the situation or just some weird negative energy with another person, you know, through Reiki healing and meditation, you can go and ask from your higher self to their higher self to kind of resolve it. And ten, nine times out of 10, pretty much all the time, you'll see that resolution come to fruition. Um, it happens all the time. You know, you either get like a conversation or some kind of energy moves out of the way. Um, really, really cool. And then for the non-living, like the past, like spirits, would you say that they're always mm -hmm. from their higher self and that you are needing to access your higher self? Or are spirits sometimes in a lower energy when you're channeling? Spirit can be in a lower energy. I have dealt with um, angels that aren't completely moved forward. So um, some that kind of like to hang around, they're still, when you reach the next realm, I mean, I haven't, this existence, this Lucy hasn't gone there yet. But from my experience through channeling is that, you know, when you move forward, sometimes the angels, sometimes spirits like to hang out a little bit longer because depending on maybe how they passed or the relationships they had here or their age, even if they're younger, typically sometimes they'll hang out a little bit longer. Um, 
And that energy sometimes is a little bit lower because they just, they're wanting to kind of hang out. And they're, typically I, um, I see that with people that have passed from kicking their life or um, certain passings. So, yes. It doesn't always have to, it's not always like my higher self. It's just me, you know? Almost as like a vessel then. Less of right, an right. access point. Okay. Because I'm not, because it doesn't really have anything to do with me, right? So it's like when I'm, when I'm personally wanting to res- resolve something with a person who's living, I channel my higher self because I want to meet with their higher self because that's like the energy that I want to resolve it with, not this kind of like ego or, you know, kind of complicated mind. But when mind. you're channeling or, <laughs> yeah, or like when a spirit comes through and like if the spirit comes through right now, you know, it just comes through um, as a vessel, right? Yeah. And then how would you explain, because most of the people that are going to listen to this episode, they may have not tapped into this realm at all yet or into this topic. It's probably a, that was a pun, I guess. But so what's the difference between channeling and doing like a reading or is it like one lead into the other? Yeah. So channeling is when it comes through and a reading is when you're giving someone a reading on it. So let's say... I'm next to a stranger at the store and an energy comes in. So sometimes I'm not even, like, I'm not even realizing that it's being channeled. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've been having to work on the last few years is pulling up those borders and I just want to get a loaf of bread and I don't feel like talking to someone's <laughs> grandma. So it's like when you're, when, and there are times where I'm sitting there, I'm like, I'm channeling right now. I'm open to receiving. So when something comes through, a reading is when I'm face-to-face or on the phone and I'm giving someone a reading like, hey, I just channeled this for you. You wanted me to channel whoever, maybe I don't know. And then we do a whole reading about it. And it's like a, it's almost like a meeting, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm delivering that information to them. Now, sometimes I'll be channeling without realizing it and I don't really ever do a reading because maybe I don't know that person or I'm getting the energy that maybe I shouldn't go up to that person you know, it makes sense. It's funky. Cause it's, you, it's, it's tough to walk up to someone in public and tell them, cause you don't know who, you don't know what. Hey, what I'm they're a gonna lady. Say. Do you want to know something? And I've done it before <laughs> and I've done it before and I've had interesting responses. And so that's part of my growth. I'm hoping one day I could just walk right up and be like, here's a, here's a message. But as I'm developing these gifts, it's something I'm trying to step into, you know? Mm-hmm. And then you mentioned you've gone through some traumas. Like I wrote them down just so I know for like, you know, I love to learn and I love to learn about people. And the whole podcast (laughs) is about spiritually growing and myself included. (laughs) Would you say that each trauma heightened your gift or do you think any of them suppressed it? I think initially it was almost like one of those things where, you know, when you're hiking on a mountain and you kind of go down for a little bit, but then you're next up, you're going up. So I feel mm-hmm. like you're hitting the, the peak point. So I feel like through my dad, it was going up a little bit. And then after losing my mom, I went down, mm-hmm. but then through unlocking the healing, it just skyrocketed. So I think overall big picture, losing them heightened it. Yes. But initially 
I think that my main thing was grieving and everyone I'm still grieving to this day in little ways obviously you never stop grieving people but so yeah it it, it has heightened it 100% and it's almost kind of interesting you're asking me that because I was just reflecting on like my purpose and <clears throat> kind of how I felt like I was always going to lose my parents growing up a weird innate feeling and it's not a fun feeling when you're little you're just always and we're always afraid of that but there was like this feeling in my heart and so after it happened someone was like I have this like, confident knowing that I knew coming to this life that was going to happen and part of my purpose is helping others through loss, helping others by delivering messages to them, comforting them in that way. Like, hey, I have a message for you from your loved one, you know? So yeah, definitely heightened. <laughs> I, you're not actually the first person to tell me that. And even speaking from personal experience, when I was going through a couple of different traumas from my past, it felt like the isolation, it felt like the grief, it felt like the pain made you have to make a choice between are you going to live in ego or are you going to look at a higher self type of access point? Now, I will tell you straight up through my personal experience, I went down the ego rabbit hole where you know Damn. there's hatred, there's anger, there's why me, there's like this could have happened to anybody else. And even afterwards, whenever I'm like, okay, there's a purpose to this. There's a reason this happened. And it's for my purpose. At some point, whenever I was doing my soul contract, I signed up for that because I was going to learn something, right? Oh. And I just, a little tidbit when people yeah. ask me, they're like, okay, you know, why do you, do you regret what happened? Like, I don't know about you, but like, there's not much to, how do you say this? It's not the regret for you, probably more like, are you mad that it happened versus what happened to me? Or what more could like I have done? Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I have to tell people is I know I, I, I wouldn't change it. And like, I'm authentically sharing that of like, it happened because somebody needed to come along that would do something about it. And do the change. So. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I think with me with that, it's a, it, a lot in my grief in the beginning and I hasn't popped up in a while so I'm hoping that door is closed but it's just a lot of feeling of guilt and a lot of feeling of not doing enough or not um yeah just some things that I wish I could have done differently in that time now do I still wish no I've come to a place that everyone's journey is their own whether they're your parent your sister your best friend your own journey and at the end of the day, you literally only, you can only take care of yourself, mm -hmm. you know? So it's, there's a, more to that. I think it would make more sense if I explained more in terms of their loss, their passing, but feeling that guilt of, oh, I could have done more. But at the same time, that version of Lucy didn't think there was much to do. Mm -hmm. So it's like that self-love of loving that version of myself then. And same as you were saying, like, whoever wrote that contract and signed it, I guess I did, but it's very easy to fall on that, that downward slope of why me? Why am I the girl that had to lose their parents while everyone else has their parents moving them in and doing all these things. I've had to learn to parent myself. And I'm like, holy crap, I've parented myself for so long. It's crazy. But it's like, I have gained so much wisdom. I feel beyond my years. 
I have so much to give from those experiences. I've fallen so much on my face, but I'm the only one that's been able to get myself up. It's been me. So it's like you almost gain this beautiful wisdom and like knowing from your experience that it's just like, I would rather have that than just not know what's going on, you know? That is, that's beautiful. It is beautiful. I don't feel like I even have a question. You have that. to that's see just the, like... you have to see the light. That's the thing. It's like I feel like it's so you have to you have to in this life find the light in it, in your experiences, in your trauma. At some point there is some kind of light. And it doesn't mean that what you went through is dark not dark. It is dark. It's hard, mm-hmm. it's heavy, it's shitty, it sucks. But what you come out, how can you come out from that and find some tidbit of lightness? The lightness is you. Mm-hmm. You're the light, you know? So it's like, be that light that has shined from the darkness. Light always overcomes dark, oh. you know? Sun always comes back up, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, the mentality of it, I feel like we really nailed. But when it comes to being a medium, like, is there things that you do on a like ritualistic basis or a daily basis about your diet or about your sleep patterns that make you stronger as a medium? Like, are you vegan or anything like that and suggest that or do I, you think that matters? Not necessarily. The mediumship is a little bit different. You definitely have to protect yourself energetically. Um now mediumship and you have to remember you're a human being so when I first learned I was a medium I got super because I in the type I'll be really hard on myself and I'll go crazy like I'll be I'll do all these things like I need to Mm -hmm. but I found that I was suffocating myself so I used to be vegan and then I would get super in this like realm of I cannot do anything like I this is what I need to do and then I forgot that, you know, I'm 25, I'm still learning a lot. You know, I don't know everything. And I think that's part of my learning right now is, you know, the past few years, I've really been learning how to take care of myself through this. I have become much more of an introvert. I think that is a big thing for me. I used to be super like social and still have those energies about me. I used to be like that person that would talk to a million people and just give, I would give someone a reading, like out you know and doing all those things and now it's like I cannot even be there anymore Hmm. just leave me in my house and that's good and that's been a huge thing for me it's like really protection 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 because the minute you open those doors the minute you open it up that energy will come in people will come in from everywhere angels spirits it comes in fast and that it's hard to control and if you're not in a good place energetically, if you're not in a good, you feel drained or whatever, it's, you're going to feel really depleted and you're not going to feel good. I'll get sick. I haven't been sick in almost a year now because I've just been really focusing on myself. And I mean, I'm a huge holistic health person. I mean, I have been for so long. I take crazy weird things and I have a huge nighttime regime. Um, I love it all. So I'm, I have a big thing in the morning. I love to take time to myself at night, take care, take time to myself, calm my nervous system. My nervous system is like everything because so fragile, 
you know, for everyone, not just people that are mediums. What you remind me of as like most similar that I think a lot of people relate to is an empath. And so yeah. do you think a lot of mediums are empaths or maybe people are actually mediums, but they think that they're empaths? Yes. <laughs> Dude, which and empaths. <laughs> so there's different, so there's different so there's the clairs, right? So there's clairsentience is what you're referring to. So that's Ooh. when someone walks into a room and let's say, um, let's say this person walks into a room and they're smiling, they're beaming. The person is a clairsentience or that's typically an empath. They know they, they can see right through it and think that person's depressed, right? Mm -hmm. So like it's able to read energy in a way that like no, not many people could see. Um, and that's one of my strongest clairs or strongest gifts. And a lot of people have that. But ever since I was a little girl, I mean, I could spot it immediately. I, my brother will call me and be like, hey, I'm like, you're not in a good spot. And through mm -hmm. that, it takes it to another level where I feel like I'm, whether I'm next to you or I'm far away from you, I'm getting downloads about you all the time. I have dreams about people in my life all the time. I feel like I've had a dream about you before. but um. I've had dreams about people like breaking up and then they do and I'll be like oh my goodness I knew that was gonna happen or you know I'll be like I feel like that person's about to is going through something weird energetically and I haven't talked to them in weeks and I'll text them as like I've been in the worst place in my life I'm like how did I know that you know so mm -hmm. it's like on another level even when you're not around them you just sense it clear sensitive did I say that right yeah the sense is in it is dreaming under that or is it more of like the feeling like the impact yeah it's the energy like that you can feel others energy on a deeper level and a lot of people have that there's a whole there's a, there's a big i think half the world is full of these empathic warriors here to help on this mission so i think a lot of people are somebody and, has to care <laughs> yeah literally that's one of the number one things when people walk into flying with air and they're like i need a crystal for boundaries because i feel everything, everything. <laughs> yeah and that's that's like been my big theme the past year too because just with these gifts and in general my life are boundaries and i think that that's something i'm really working to develop in my 20s so that i just i did a meditation where i was like um visualizing myself in all these different lives so like when I'm in my 30s I'm in my 40s my 50s and even in my past versions mm -hmm. and I had this visual myself in my 30s where I just was like I knew my value and I just I was just so clear on that and I think that that is so beautiful when you're empathic it's just being like this is it in the most loving and light way but just honoring that so so important so important <laughs> I know that there's other clairs that you mentioned to me whenever we were chatting before. Do you mind if we go maybe one by one for the other three? Yeah. So I believe there's so I believe there's um six total. I'm not sure that I I don't know the names of the ones I can tell you what they are, but so mine that I know, clear cognizance, that is when you know the events are gonna happen. 
mm. like before they happen. That's like the psychic of like, okay, like I'm sensing this. Um, clear audience is hearing. So when I'm doing a reading or I'm channeling, like literally hearing in my head, like sunflower or like I'll be like if an angel comes through and I'm trying to pick up on who this is I'm getting a male energy of like can you give me a name and I'll either mm -hmm. see it or I'll hear it the seeing is the clairvoyant buoyant clairvoyant so like and I will say some of them are stronger than others depending on the angel the spirit whatever so sometimes I'll do a channeling and a reading and all I'm getting is images so I'm having to kind of draw it out. I'm having to really be like, okay, we're in the ocean. Why is that significant? And I'm not getting like, uh, because you know what I mean? It's, it's one of the things that's hard to explain almost to yourself. So it's mm -hmm. like, okay, visually, it's all these different little avenues that are coming through, um, but they're stronger than others sometimes. And sometimes during my life, I'll only be claircognizant. And all of a sudden, I'm like, whoa, now I'm way more clairvoyant. Mm. But it's fun when they're all working together. It makes it very easy to get out the information to someone. So it sounds like storyboarding. And there's one. Yes, there's one. I forget which Claire it is. Claire um, something. I forget which. I think this is like a funny, it's like a funnier name. I don't remember how to pronounce it. But it's used taste. Oh, yes. So, and mm -hmm. I've actually, I've actually had that one a few times. It's not as strong for me, but I did a uh, reading for one of my really good, good friends and I was tasting like powdered donuts. And um, I felt like that texture in my mouth, which is really bizarre, but I've seen a medium before and she was very big with taste, like almost the whole reading. She was like, I'm tasting garlic bread. I'm like, oh, dad's favorite meal. <laughs> She's like, I'm tasting cranberries. I'm like, that was a snack. <laughs> I think it's clear tangency. So it's really fun. Yeah, clear, clear tangency, yes, because it's like tangent. You're feeling it. Tangent, yes. And yeah. then there's there is a lot of them. Wow. Um, because I pulled there's a lot, and I'm like, okay, we did clairvoyance. Yeah, yeah. Scene. What are the clairvoyance? Okay. Yep. Um, claircognizance. I think that's kind of like your dreams. Does that sound right? Yeah, it can be dream state, but it also is just like that psychic knowing. Knowing. Okay. So when you know, it's like that you're cognitive about that, right? So it's like it comes into your mind. It's like, oh, this is going to happen. Or a lot of, there's a lot of psychics. There's a few psychics that I know that are very strong with that. So there are always the people that are like, I predicted COVID. You know what I mean? Like they know. Like they're like, you go and sit down and they're like, you're getting divorced you know what I mean they'll tell you straight up what's going on Ooh, yeah. I'm worried that's a no, crazy not. guess it's all in the soul no yeah yeah so Claire audience yeah you said that was the hearing yeah that's when you hear Ooh, I'm gonna hopefully say this one right Claire alliance Claire alliance oh, Claire alliance Claire Claire alliance Claire alliance is the ability that to one... smell odors smell Yes, that was, so it's all the senses. So yeah, that one's, I've never experienced that one, I don't think. And then this one sounds I don't sounds really know if I want to experience that one. This one, hopefully I say this one right too. <laughs> um, I'm learning, so I'm giving myself grace. 
Claire Gustin. No, it's okay. Even I that butcher. That is taste. Claire Gustin. Gustin is taste. Yeah. Claire Tangency. Yeah. Is physical touch. So, like tangent oh. and to touch. That makes more sense to me. Actually. Yeah. Pun intended. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. So the so. Yeah, with the Claire's, it's one of those things where there's so many and it's like, I only really pay attention to the ones that I'm experiencing in that moment. But yeah, the touch, I've experienced that one. I'll experience that in like with like a breeze or like, mm-hmm. um, that one's kind of interesting. That, that one a little weird. and Claire Cognizance, those are probably the ones I relate to the most personally. Okay. And yeah. Claire Tangency, I'll tell you a, a small little story. And then I think that you yeah. might actually be channeling for us here um, or have channeled and we're going to get into that. But yeah. my little tidbit with my the quote unquote big trauma, like I've had several different traumas throughout my chapters of my life. I feel like I'm 100. Actually, I'm 513 if anybody asks. But you are. <laughs> I'm 13. I am really old. I've been burned, drowned a couple of times. <laughs> Hung once. I love that number. <laughs> it's just, I've always known my age. And instead of celebrating, yeah. you know, 30 or 40 or anything, I just always say, like, I'm 511 today. I'm 512. Yes. So I'm 513, about to be 514 in a month. So. Oh, but... <laughs> happy birthday. <laughs> Demise. Yes. Um, <laughs> I love Gemini's. Clear tangency. And this is a little dark, but it goes back to the fact that when you go through traumas, it is an access point between your subconscious, your consciousness, and the channeling or the flow of energy to be able to heighten gifts. So as you know, and as a lot of people know, I've been heavily violated in my history. And as a result, touch was part of my violation. And through repeated violation of touch, I became disassociated from self back then to be able to survive that time. Um, Another version of an out-of-body experience, but Mm -hmm. it helped me survive. And at that point, that's what I needed to do, right? I didn't need Mm -hmm. to like go heal the world. I just needed to get through the day. So my body and spirit and soul connection were all just kind of divided into different realms. And during that, when it all sort of came back together, like, okay, fast forward a little bit, I'm, I'm safe, I'm rescued, I'm okay, kind of, right? Like, you're never truly just okay again, you're a different version of yourself. But Mm -hmm. I realized um, there was this point of about seven months where I couldn't handle my own mother's touch. Like, if somebody Mm -hmm. touched me, I either was having a panic attack or I was fainting or I was screaming on the inside, depending on what my oh, like level of healing wow. was for about yeah. seven months. And then through getting different types of care and different types of help, starting in Western, working my way into Eastern, I found out that I could handle people's touch again. But when they touched mm-hmm. me, I felt everything of their intentions. And it was like, not an empath, because a lot of people associate it with being an empath, but it was intention-based. It was ego-based. 
I became great at business and I'm still great at business. <laughs> and yeah, you are. Words manifest, right? So I became an all-star at business and an all-star at developing um, partnerships and networking because when I went to go shake someone's hand, I knew exactly what they wanted from me, right? So if I know exactly what somebody wants from me, then it makes it really easy for me to like get to the end goal of what yeah. I want as well. And so during that time, it freaked me out, but I was like, okay, I get it. And if it was like more like a sensual or sexual experience, that was harder for me to, you know, overcome and heal from. Yeah. But it started out with business or it started out with friendships or it started out with graduating, you know, undergrad and being like, okay, I can do all this because I know what everybody wants. It's like having the secret sauce type of thing. Yes. And then um, I realized that just kind of like you mentioned, like if you don't have those boundaries, it just siphons you. And it would cost me in different areas because I was interrupting energy flow, kind of like right. cheating the system. So I was like, okay, yeah. I became the opposite, right? Because you always yo-yo. You go like, okay. Oh my God. Go. <laughs> like, I yes. get on that side. I'm going to try this on the opposite side. Yes. So I yo-yoed. I was like, no one can touch me. No one. Like, absolutely. Yeah. This is my guard. No one's allowed to touch me. And I reverted because I yo-yoed the other way. And then um, I was basically, okay, this isn't working out either because if no one touches me, that hurts my heart, right? So my heart chakra mm. was so depleted and my sacral was so depleted. And I was mm. like, okay, there has to be a happy balance. And I was like, okay, this clear tangency, which now I have a name for it, um, on how yeah. to like, put it together. So yeah. Yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> and I also, it's so interesting. I have so many little like downloads come through when you're saying that whole beautiful story, but it's like, you know, like you were saying, like through that experience of your trauma, it gave you this like, or made you realize you have this like gift. And I think through learning it, like where I'm at is developing it. So it works for you because this is something I wanted to say with gifts like this, it's not a scientific textbook thing. You're having to figure out on your journey. So a medium, another medium might have a very different experience and might be developing in a very different way and have different signs and different meanings. But so it's about coming back to yourself. So how can I, what boundaries work for me? Okay, that medium is really big about veganism. Great, I don't feel that I need to do that. So it's like kind of almost owning your power too. It's like, I love that it works for you but how can I use this gift to work in my life and what has worked, what hasn't like finding that balance, that harmony between the two and knowing, okay, you know, maybe I need to just reel it in for a second. Like I'll go through a period of time where I'm like no reading right now. You know, I, I don't have the energetic capacity. I'm not feeling great energetically to be serving or showing up. Um, but then you have those moments where you're like, oh no, like let's tap in let's mm. let's go for it and learn more but I think that because I'm going back to the whole that like, we have this lifetime there's so much to learn and so many experiences to be had I'm just really taking it as the marathon not a sprint Lucy you know mm. like 
move through it. Every single thing is coming from your learning, your learning, you're still learning. So yeah, it's wild. Cause then you can just see like, oh, this is strong right now. How can I use that, but not overdo it? You know, be careful. In a very um, tongue in cheek type of way, it's kind of like chocolate cake. Only a little bit at a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, you know, I, and I see some mediums that are doing readings like, like one, 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 one. And I admire that for a while. I was like, wow, I want to do that. How do they do that? But it was so hard for me to be shooting out readings like that. Because to me, when I do a reading, it's a very sacred thing. It's very like, okay, this is where my energy is focused on this being or this energy or this angel and this person it's hard for me to just switch gears all right next person jumping in you know so mm-hmm. it's something I'm learning to still find balance with I'm still trying to find you know that movement that steady pace with it I don't know if I ever will because there's no rule book there's no textbook yeah. well I feel like that's why we're also having conversations like this is you are going to inspire another medium that listens to this show Mm -hmm. to get a little bit closer to where her flow is or where his flow is or where their flow is and so um, that's if we don't talk about it and don't be be afraid of it yeah Yeah, we were and people are so I mean I was really afraid of it for a really long time so my little tip is don't be afraid of it trust yourself and information you're getting so with that please <laughs> and I'm gonna ask so nicely because I'm, I'm my ego is like <laughs> nervous <laughs> but my higher self is like this is good for you can you walk me through yeah. you um mentioned before we got on that you channeled a reading that had to do with me yeah can you walk yeah. me through not only like what that reading was but how you got there like did you what go... I do what I do exactly yeah so my typically it's very intuitive so I kind of just flow with it so I'm like okay you know throughout this whole since we've agreed to this podcast I was like okay starting to get downloads already for you and um so what I do is I get very comfortable, quiet space. I turn on frequencies, healing frequency sounds, um, angel like energy frequency sounds, Reiki healing frequency sounds, um, beats, all that kind of stuff. And I cleanse the space. I close my eyes. I do some breath work. I connect with myself. I connect know really intuitively what I'm channeling opening up that portal opening up that vessel and I say a little prayer and only welcome in you know the highest lightest energy to come through and then I just start to think about the person that I'm doing a reading for so I think about you I think about who you are the energy that you are the energy that you can come like have and give to me I think about you visually and then I'm in this meditation and the minute I start to get information, I have my notebook that I just start writing things down. So sometimes mm-hmm. I'll go through a thing where it's like, boom, 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 boom. And then I'll close my eyes and it goes quiet. And I'm like, okay, is there anything else? Something comes back, okay, write it down, write it down, go back and write it down. So it's just kind of back and forth, back and forth. 
And sometimes an energy will come in and it's really, it's really, I'm really having to pull at it, really having to sit there for a long time. I will say with you, it was very quick. I was like, boom, in the meditation. All right, nope, here we go. So it was easy, but there's some energies that's, it's, it's a little bit more stubborn. It's, it's sometimes it's maybe if the person has um, been gone for a very long time, sometimes they're kind of like, you know it's interesting sometimes it takes them longer sometimes it's I'm not getting an energy and sometimes I do but that's what's the tricky part about it because I think that there's this conception about mediums it's like oh you can just tap in and get whenever and you can just answer whatever question but I mean I only get the answer if the energy and the information comes to me you know so that's basically my little structure to I, I wrote five steps down like like five steps to medium yeah this sounds like five steps that's what i'm going to name it medium yeah show. and then Channel. and then after like i typically know when it's over um sometimes that energy or that spirit or that angel will hang out a little bit longer depending some are just like all right thanks see ya and then some like they leave quickly and then sometimes they're kind of hanging out with me for like the rest of the day and that's when I have to start putting up some energetic boundaries, like very sweetly, like, thank you for delivering your message. It's time for you to go, go back to your peace. Um, thank you. You know, I always say thank you and keep it cool, calm, and they usually stay, they leave. They're never looming over for days, like too long then. And then I mean, one nope. more thing, maybe I'm actually stalling a little bit. Yeah. I don't even know it, but. No, no, I say... keep talking too long. <laughs> now um you're saying a lot of valuable information yes. so it's it'd be different yes. if you were talking about like you know baked beans or something yoga but yeah <laughs> yoga is always a good thing to talk about but when no, you totally. say angels are you referring to the seven angels or are you referring to like any spirit like spirit people spirit. Pa people okay. of past spirit equals angels i'm putting that at the top of my notes here Okay, because that was for a that's moment. My... Like, are we gonna talk about Raphael and Gabriel and Michael? Um, or... Yeah. No, and I've had a few. I've had times with Michael before. Um, but when I say angels, I mean like, like people's loved ones that have passed. But someone else, another medium, might refer to angels as the seven angels. So it's just different for whoever is doing it. I think. Okay. So let's rip okay. off the band-aid. <laughs> I've right. had a lot of people pass in my life, so I have no idea what you're going to say. Yeah. Um, All right. So I will preface, everyone has a very different way or mediums have a very different way of writing the information. I'm very quick. Like I'm, I have bullet points. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to say a few things. I don't want you to necessarily say, no or yes if I say something maybe think about it for a moment it doesn't always have to be like a clear like that's it mm -hmm. that could be a piece of maybe something I might touch on later so it might come up later and be like that's where it's from okay. so I'll go through and you can kind of confirm and I'll ask you does that resonate with you but don't straight up say like if I ask you is this person if you know who it is don't tell me yet okay. we'll flow we'll flow so okay Poker face on. Yeah, so <laughs> it gets serious. Um, 
so immediately in the meditation, it was super visual. I felt like I was there with you as a little girl in a field. A little field, they're significant to you. Um, you were young. You were with an older man. Okay. Older man was there. Um, he was wearing a white button up. He said white button up? Okay. White. Okay. White button up. Then I kept getting a visual of a butterfly. It was blue, but it had light pink a little bit. So that's, again, this is not always literal. This is like something that can be a part of a whole thing. Okay. You guys were holding hands, um, running towards sunshine. So it was a very bright, big, vast field with a big sunshine that you were running towards. Um, now, I will say, I'm not sure if this girl was you. I, that's the energy that I'm getting at you, but if you feel like there's what I'm describing to you, it could be someone else, let me know. Okay. There were, this girl had braids. Uh, I felt a rush of sadness. Little trouble breathing. Oh, that's another thing I was going to tell you. I will feel symptoms sometimes from okay. breathing. The breathing was shaky. the little girl or the guy? I'm not sure. Um, I think it was probably from the man. Okay. Um, shaky. And then it felt like a woman joined in. And I saw a rainbow. An ocean. You're still holding hands. I'm saying you because I feel like it is. Rainbow ocean holding hands with the old man. is like you guys kept running to something. There was a woman there. I'm getting that this, and let's stop there really quick. Are you resonating with this, with um, the man? I think so, energy. actually, which is like. Okay. I think so. Okay. 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 He's, he seems older, either a father figure or a grandpa. Okay. Or an uncle, some, someone in your family or someone that took care of you. Like someone that had some kind of fatherly it doesn't have to be blood, but someone that was fatherly present in your life. Um, I feel like he got sick. Seems like it would move fast. I'm not sure if it was an actual illness or if something got him or something happened. This 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 um energy was super warm, calm. Kept give, I kept hearing the word protection, protection. I heard she's forever mine. I've got her, in a very sweet way. Like she's mine. I got her. I protect her. I heard the phrase "find love in the chaos," and seems like he's been gone for a little bit longer. He's at peace, and I saw horses. And you, this little girl playing, riding on horses. I got the word. She knows I'm there. She's not alone. Sunshine, little girl. Like I kept hearing the word sunshine, little girl. I heard be courageous. You want to stop there for a second? <laughs> I want to cry. <laughs> 
I started crying when I did it. And he's so comforting and calming. And I literally, like, he was comforting me. And I was like, I'm not a part of this. Okay, you, you can keep you going because I gather my composure. <laughs> but I didn't know who you're talking about. So keep Okay, you can tell me. We have more, but you can. Is it? Was it? You can tell me who it is. Okay, so um, I always tell everybody that the reason flying air with air was possible was because my grandfather taught me how to garden. He taught me how to do woodwork, and he raised me basically in, like, the fields. And um, I always wore braids as a little girl because it's really, like, part of my heritage to wear braids. So I always had pigtail braids. Um, he called me sunshine and he sang, you are my sunshine to me every single night. I have that written down. I have that written down. He, um, always told me I'm going to have to be strong and learn how to protect myself and even become a lawyer one day. Um, the woman who joined is probably my mother because when I was young, um, I was like 11 years old, he got sick from lung cancer. So he okay, had a lot of. That's why, that's why I was having trouble breathing. The breathing, yeah, and he, yeah. Um, yeah so that's so far what. <laughs> you said you, you said your you said your brother. Um, my grandfather. Your mother. You my said mother, the woman that came in was your mother. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Okay. So I kept getting this life is yours. And then I was sensing like sibling energy. That doesn't mean that they passed. Um, I'm not sure. But I was getting brother, but then I felt sister. Do you have a brother or sister? I have a younger brother that would have been around during that time too. So there was about a year. Okay. It, was pretty, it was pretty quick when you said fast and how he passed. There was about a year that it felt like we were living with him because my mother was taking care of him. And okay. my brother and me would be there all the time. Yeah. So one and of my brothers. Brother. Okay. And then I kept getting childlike energy. And I think that where I was sensing that is coming from you. And almost like he's trying to, and he's still around, by the way. So like, we can ask more questions. Like I'm sensing that he he loves that you've kept your child like youthful energy and that you haven't lost that through the pain, through the trauma. Like you still have that little sunshine energy. That's who you are. Says you're not broken. And then fields running and I did a little arrow and I said that's her safe place. He said that's your safe place. And if you ever want to feel like he's with you, meditate and visualize yourself in that safe space in on the field. He'll be there with you. He'll meet you there. I start crying. I wrote, he's so comforting and calming. And he feels like a big bear. Like he just feels man. like he has his... <laughs> 
Yeah, like he, he was, was really big. <laughs> he wasn't like he seemed like he could lift an entire tree trunk by himself. No, he like, seemed like tall and like like a man. Like he yeah, was like, like a masculine grizzly. man. Yeah, he was very grizzly. Grizzly. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Your mom. Let me see if any more information comes through with your mom. She wasn't as strong, but I was focusing on you. Your grandpa was a little bit more communicative. Give me one second. I think that that sadness feeling I had was when she came through. Do you have a feeling of sadness or like, I'm feeling a little bit of guilt from her. She's a little shame. She's almost kind of like, she feels like she trapped you sometimes or tried to Um, she's not very clear. She's not very clear. Hold on. She wants you. You're on the right path. Not to feel guilt doesn't want you to feel guilt. She's sorry she left. Go ahead. There's one other woman that, now that you're explaining things, it might not be my mother, actually. Who do you think it is? You said sorry. I'm sorry, I think our audio went out for a second. My AirPods just cut out. Can you hear me? So you said sorry. So you said sorry something? Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you. She's sorry she left. Sorry she left. She she feel she doesn't want you to feel abandoned. Seeing like a skinnier woman. Do you are you resonating? I wonder, I wonder if if did did do you think, do you they're, think related they're related or, or the woman and the could old man. Could be like, like two, two instances. instances. This could be two instances because when she came through before, I kind of felt like it. What it typically, if it's like a like a bloodline, like typically they'll come through together. Like my parents like to come through together. Um, 
she kind of came in and then I think your grandpa kind of was like, this is my time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So she didn't, she was just, I feel like kind of lingering. She's trying to get more from her. Getting the letter B. I'll be honest with you, I have to think with this one. one. This one's hard hard for me. For me. Okay. Do you resonate with the anything of the verbiage? It sounds like this she's whoever this is is a little bit more um she's not giving me any images. It's more just kind of like one liners. (laughs) Are you resonating with the or the feelings? Are you resonating with like uh guilt that she made from her passing or she want her wanting you to forgive her so my my grandfather's grandfather's mother mother. okay she was a very very hard hard woman woman. okay i think this is her (laughs) she's great she's right here very few words, few words type of woman, type of woman. <laughs> she, she did not did take not her, son, her passing son passing very well, very well at, all. at all and, and she, she cut, off cut off everybody, everybody including, including my, mother, my mother to be able to, be to, able like, to like go and go like have, and any, have possessions any possessions of her father um, even like even the funeral, like the funeral was, really, was hard. really hard so like so like there was a lot there of was a lot anger, of anger and, and guilt guilt and, i think that's why i'm feeling shame like she's she, very, seems, very, she seems a little like you know when someone did something wrong and everyone in the room knows and they kind of come in creeping from behind like oh, so like that's the energy that i'm getting that she's kind of like waiting for your grandpa to kind of okay, like finish it out. So she's like, oh, like, and it's almost coming from a place of like, I want her to forgive me. Like, I feel like she's, I feel like, cause when people pass, they're still healing. So like, they're still, they're still, if you, let's say like you had a really rough past, for example, me, like when I tell my mom, like she's still to this day is like, I went the way I had to like, don't, I don't want you to feel guilty or she's like, I feel, they still feel a sense of like, they left you sometimes, you know, or she, especially when someone's done something to their family or done something that might've hurt others, they come through a little bit like, you know, I'm sorry. Like they, she's saying she's sorry. Basically is what I'm getting is that she's, She's protecting you on your path. She just wants you to know that she only has love for you. She says you're the chosen one. I don't know what that means. Okay, I'm not sure. No pressure. No pressure. Let me think. I'm trying to think. 
bring mama in. Can you call your mom mama at all? Um, maybe back maybe then. Back then. Getting like southern charm. Yeah. She's a southern, southern type of woman. Type of woman. <laughs> strong. Strong. Traditional. Traditional. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a lady that's kind of like. Like, you don't fuck with my family. Sorry for that word. Independent. I'm just getting her energy right now. Loyal. I'm almost, I feel like. Did she have something to do with any of your, um, not, I don't know if she was here or not. She could have helped from the other side, but helping you kind of get away from your experience. Did she take part in any of that? Not that I know of. Okay. Was she around? No, she no, would have passed, passed before then. Okay, so she's telling me that her she was pulling a lot to get you out of there in that her passing, she was able to do more for you with her being on the other side than her being physically here. And although, like, her strength here on earth is so much stronger over there up there so you needed her to help you get out of that for being on the other side and help you fulfill this mission the only thing that's, only thing that's got me caught off guard, guard that can't place is the butterfly, the butterfly blue with, blue light, with pink. light pink. Okay, so that came up with little image right when I started after I after you're in the field. It was just like a butterfly. Let me like see if I can draw it out. It had like big wings. Probably the best drawer. <laughs> no, I can't. It had big, big wings, and on the top it was pink, and on the rest was blue. That could be a symbol for your journey. That could be a symbol for life, transformation, rebirth. That could be, now I could say this to you, and you could randomly see a butterfly. So sometimes when I see things come up like that, had a reading done before where I kept seeing a feather and the spirit was trying to communicate that that's how he communicates with her and she sees them everywhere now it's almost like kind of bringing your awareness to and to something um it might be a way that your maybe your grandpa visits you as a butterfly um maybe it's your mom so maybe just keep your 
awareness on that. Yeah. Awareness for butterflies. Awareness for butterflies. Yeah. All the time. All the time. <laughs> I think also that's just like your spirit too. So when I saw that, I was like, I mean, she literally is one. So. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. Made me cry. Made me cry. Oh, and you know what? It, typically, after I do one, like it'll, I may gain some more information. Um, that's why I like to do them before too, because I feel like I can be really clear, and then from there, share. So if your mom comes through a little bit stronger, I'll let you know. This happened before. Sometimes they get shy. It happens. It happens. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Goodness gracious. Gracious. <laughs> gracious. <laughs> Thank you so Thank much. You so much for giving me the privilege, privilege to interview. To interview. Oh my goodness. I am honored to be on this podcast. I love you so much. You speak so highly about you. You're just such a beautiful presence and the work you're doing is like a magnet for change I mean you have a soul mission and it's really beautiful to witness someone completely step into that space and lead you know mm -hmm. so it's really cool to hear also how you're you're a little you know kind of resistant to it and trying all these things but now you're like gung-ho about it you're like this is what I'm here to do and shit you're swimming it was wonderful talking with Lucy. If you ever want to work with her, she practices Reiki, does readings, mediumship, and even yoga. You can contact her by DMing her on Instagram at Lucy J. Hurley or by reaching out to her directly through our link in the show notes. Until then, thank you so much for joining us today, growing with me and healing with me.